Welcome to WNHHFM 103.5 Just in Time Conversations. I'm your host, Justin Farmer, inviting you to be in community with us in conversations about ideas that matter with people making a difference. Today, our guest is Steve Roberts. Uh, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I'm excited to uh, uh, be kicking it with you, but we gotta be pushing it sometime. <laughs> Word, no worries. Likewise, man. Thank you for uh, thank you for having me on. So I I know we started talking right before everybody missed right the the, the hottest of takes, but I I I want to get into it because I I I love having people on, and I love all the work that people do. But I think sometimes people absorb us as what we do rather than like who we are and so okay, i'm like cool okay. let's hear the hot take who are you <laughs> uh <laughs> hot take um most of the r&b today sucks because Recording in progress. the singers aren't grown up singing in church and like yo nowadays it's like the, for me the difference is night and day like thanks like you could tell Jasmine Sullivan, Whitney Houston, like they have those powerful like voices, you know what I mean? Like singing from like the diaphragm. A lot of it just sounds like, you know, like whispery, like text your ex when you're drunk, toxicity <laughs> music. Like, you know what I'm saying? Which is fine. Like, you know, I like I like Party Next Door, I like her, you know what I mean? I like some of the mo- newer stuff, but like I, there's something about hearing some like hearing somebody who can sing. Like people can sing but like very few people can sing and like that's why I love Jasmine Sullivan so much. That's why I love Whitney so much. Like like dang, like oh I was thinking about that uh um cuz it's raining, right? And a pearl. So you probably know the uh rip that was done um but it's my window, Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. The background is Anna Pearl singing her song and I'm like you can't even get like you can't even rip off of songs like that now. You can't take songs like maybe you can take a Jason Sullivan, right? But like there's few people that you can be like the last ten years, I'm a rip part of their thing and throw it into a song and it's like, Oh yeah like even the songs I hear remixed, I'm just like I'm like, Okay, this is kinda alright, but I'm like, this is not more fire than the original. Or I mean I guess I guess <laughs> To my folks that are not religious, even if you like, don't necessarily take the religion part away. Like you had a grandmother that dragged you to church and made you sing in the junior choir, so you learned if you were alto, soprano, tenor. Listen, like you learned, oh, like feel me. I like don't you care learned. if it's klezmer music. I don't yeah. care if it's you know the mom spitting over at the mosque. I don't care if it's the yeah, church. Man. I'm yeah. telling you, yeah, you put the original, the people who got like that extra connection that really trying to connect on a different level and it just sounds more fire right like yeah someone just singing like anyone can like chant but when you really get into it and like yeah. you're saying yeah your motivation is something different yeah man not I, to knock non-spiritual people no no you're right? absolutely you're absolutely right and for me um i just i just i uh, I don't know. It's just like I like there's something about oh 
that's why it was like so hard when Daniel Caesar was getting canceled or whatever. I was like, yo, <laughs> like he said, he said some wild stuff, but for me, it was like, yo, I could separate the artist from the music because he, like, dang, just keep him out, keep him off, show, bro. Make your music, like, you know, we want we want the people with the platform to say you know, to be able to speak out on things and speak to issues because, you know, they have that platform. But, you know, just how it's, you know, your neighbor down the street might have a dumb, you know, dumb opinion. So, you know, so does this singer who just happens to have a platform. It's like, you know what? Sometimes it's just better to make your songs, get your money. And, you know, if you want to support, throw, throw a few dollars away and just, you know, like Jay-Z does, man. Jay-Z don't make statements, man. He just, huh, here go a million, 500,000, whatever you need, man. I I, I I think that's to tie a bow on this and, and, and I think that's a great part because so many of us have platforms, so many of us have responsibilities. And I think that's where we have a responsibility to do our own education and then where we don't right to sit and listen, right? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when we level up there have been times where I'm like, I know about this. And then, like, two or three weeks later, I'm put on to something. I'm like, oh, I had no idea what I was talking about. And so, like, Kanye really got me right now where I'm just like. <laughs> we missed the old Kanye. Right? <laughs> Chop up the soul, Kanye. Right? <laughs> like, I'll be listening to old songs. I'm like, bro, can I just record this and text this to you? Like, this is what you said, right? Just to remind you who. Like who you were, yeah. Who you were and what you like. This is what you said about the things you're doing right now, right? And then yeah. I think about like how time works, where you know, even uh, Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra is super racist, right? But come fly with me. I'm like, yo, that's my song, yeah. right? Hey man, right? Elvis. That's I'm like, life. I... <laughs> I'm like, bro. You... Well, racist, right? But like I could rock with it. And I think that's one thing where in the moment we can pause stuff. But I think art and the artists, we got to figure out a way to separate it where there's some artwork that we can appreciate, right? Certain people, right? Like R. Kelly, I'm like, bruh, I ain't listening to you. No, 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 no. <laughs> R. Kelly, I will, that's, a, that's a hill I'm willing to die on because R. Kelly was made was making sexual music and was out here while, like sex I yeah was like, like i was like me. you know what you you cancel but yeah. i think there even like you know a lot of the child tunes that we have are racial and mm. their origin right even the, the the national anthem right we took out the third stanza talking about cracking skulls heads right mm. and so i think there's a way for people who have platforms to think about long-term consequences it mm-hmm. should and then chill out where it's just like cool like if i'm doing too much and people say i'm causing harm let me sit and ponder on it right like even even if i feel i have a right opinion if people are saying i'm causing them harm but, something you reflect on right yeah and so um shout out to that transition <laughs> i feel like yo man i was like that was real skillful, Justin. Like I'm like, yo, Justin's probably been in some awkward conversations. Just like, yo, we're just going to spin this so we can keep the meeting moving. Like, no, listen. No. For those of y'all who are just joining us, 
You are listening to WNHH 103.5, Just in Time Conversations. Your host, Justin Farmer, Steve. We're going to get into it. Um, So for those people who don't know you, right, I know you as the skateboarding, the skateboarding dude, right? Like when I think about skateboarding, just like Steve, right? And so how did you get into skateboarding, right? I got the one wheel, right? People are like, oh, I can't balance on that. That's so cool, right? I look at a skateboard, and I'm like, mm, I'm not going to. That looks like a lot. <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, I was a bit of a wild child growing up. Like, I used to, like, climbing trees, um, like, running the streets with my friends, like, skint knees, skint elbows. Like, I remember there was a big wood chip pile in my backyard and like one of the roof and the garage, there was a garage behind like <laughs> in the yard behind my house and the roof was like messed up. There were pieces out of it. And like one day me and my friends decided to just jump off the roof into the like wood chip pile. And my, I lost my glasses and my mother literally marched me back out there with a flashlight. Cause it was dark and she was like, I'm staying out here till you find your glasses. <laughs> yeah. Did you find them? I did find my hey. glasses. Um, so yeah, me and my friends were just wild already. And then like, that's when the X game started coming around. Oh, so man. we have bikes already. People were trying to do wheelies. We call ourselves trying to build little jump ramps with like <laughs> pieces of wood, some bricks. Um, you know, the X Games with skateboarding, being like we were into just all of it. It was like, oh, like it was fast. It was they would go high and it was dangerous. It was like perfect. We, <laughs> you know, eleven, twelve years old. That's perfect. Um, and I remember, uh, I knew I'll stick with skateboarding. Somebody stole my bike out in front of Country Market. I, oh, I will never, man. I will never forget this. Somebody stole my bike outside of Country Market, and like it was like he, bro, was running down the street like. Full stride, like he was like pro at this. Full stride, hops on the bike, gets his foot on the other side, hits the pedal, phew, gone. I'm like, dang, that's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So I keep I keep my skateboard. I'll know it's mine because I'm the only one around here with a bright green skateboard. Like, feel me? Um, and like I don't know, like the kids on Rocket Power, like they were biking, they were <laughs> feel me, like it was it was kind of it was kind of like it was, was popping, it was a vibe. <laughs> um, and then it was kind of more like a hobby effort, just like oh, I thought it was cool. I didn't like think I'd really stick with it. And then I found out about Edgewood. Oh yeah, yeah, and I'm like oh, like yo, because I was going. I think I heard about it just from, like, whispers, like, oh, there might be a skate park. And then I remember I went to Hopkins for a summer program, and I would have to walk from the Ville all the way to Hopkins sometimes. Um, and that's <laughs> Yeah, that's a troop. That was a troop. Trust me. Trust me. Like, if I if I had spent my bus fare on, like, a Icy or something like that, candy at the store, I'd have to walk. Um and like I saw, I was walking down Whaley, and I kind of saw like the obstacles between the trees. I'm like, oh, like it's here, like, well, yo, this, yo, this is crazy. Um, so I started like coming out more and more, meeting people, and then around 2005 or six is when Channel One opened up. Luke Cox was the owner of Channel One. 
Okay. Wanted to like do dude, dude has had a huge impact on my life. Um I kinda wandered into the shop. I was like, Yeah, I read about this in the independent. Hey. I mean not the independent, the re- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's two thousand four. It was the register. <laughs> uh yeah, two thousand five, I'm sorry. People's independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um <clears throat> Yeah, so I started reading I started hanging out the shop. He would he would give me like old parts, people would leave. Um yeah, and he started like paying. He'd either be like, "Yo, you can either have a board, or you can have, you know, cash." Sometimes it'd be a board. Sometimes it'd be an old board and twenty bucks. Like, you know, I'm fifteen. I don't really care. Um, yeah, and I hung around the shop until I was uh, eighteen. Went away to college. I wasn't skating for four years. Um, and then after I finished playing basketball, I got back into skating. Um, so yeah, that's really it. When I was 13 is when I started uh, really getting into skating. I I think that's really interesting. Uh, last week had uh, John Martin of the bike co-op. And so I think it's interesting that, like, you have these things that were supposed to be transportation or, like, little fun get-around things. But, like, it allows you to explore and, and how... It just allows you to be a more whole person. And so I think about that sometimes where we have parents who are really about being on top of their kids and being like, I need to know this. And I need to know that. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes just letting your kids travel. Right. Even if it's down the street. Allows them a world of opportunity. Um, so what for those who, who me, might be foolish enough. Right. And I might ask you some questions offline <laughs> who might want to try skateboarding, right? And are older and have never done it. What's like, you know, your 20 second advice of like, cool. Um, or where can people go to learn? If you're scared of falling, invest in, invest in pads. Don't, don't feel... Don't feel, don't be afraid to look ridiculous because mm. I feel like <laughs> you're an adult trying to learn how to skateboard. <laughs> People are going to think you look ridiculous anyway. So just embrace it. Um, definitely rest, water, and stretching. Um, now that, like, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, skateboarding specific, like, athletic training mm-hmm. is starting and is blown up you know what i mean um there's this dude dr kyle brown i'll be able to talk to him um dr kyle brown i follow this page called skateboard strength which is you know how to strengthen your ankles how to strengthen your knees how to yeah okay (laughs) um and just do just adding that and like to your gym routine or just like you know doing some toe raises or just like lunges while you're you know while you're watching netflix or something like that That'll help. That'll help a lot. Um, because as you get older, your joints and everything doesn't work as well. So just learning how to maintain what you have and learning how to be good to yourself and your body um, is important. Um, and honestly, just like find, yeah, uh, social media. You know what I mean? Don't be afraid to reach out to folks over social media. There's a hashtag like, Hashtag skaters over 30, hashtag skaters over 40, like, feel me? Like, your community's out there, feel me? Just, you, you got to do a little digging. Um, 
and also find your community in person too. Uh, yeah, because you know a lot of a lot of older guys will skate together. Um, yeah, and just you know, just go for it. You know what I mean? Uh, there's this guy. He named his name's Andy or Fiji, I think it is. He's oh. like he's fifty something, man. Andy Andy reached out to me through the by the push to start Instagram. He's like, hey man, I've been learning how to skate, like, and I he came to Scandalberry and I taught him how to drop in, and he was like, yo, like, oh my god, like, he's like, I've been trying this forever. He's like, yo, man, like sometimes you just need the support of another person, just like yo, just another body, in a space, feel me, sharing space with you, um, yeah. Shout out to Andy. Shout out to, you know, shout out to Jeff. Shout out to all the older guys. Shout out to Ben. Ben Berkowitz, all the older guys that are getting elders, up. yeah, the, you know what I'm saying, the elders, yo, and there's some, yo, there's some dudes still holding it down that have been like skating since I was younger, like uh, the homie Gadget, like Gadget, yo, Gadget was around when I was 15, dog, um, and uh, old school John at Edgewood, shot John Anderson, oh. I think it is, John is in his like 60s, yo, but John was, John still gets it in. Like some of the some of the younger dudes, like we'll just sit there and watch him. And like uh, when I was younger, he used to have his dog pull him around on Edgewood on his board, and he just would fly everywhere, do like these cool like laid back seventy style lip tricks. When like people weren't airing out the bowls, they would like just add math style to the lip tricks. Um, yeah, and like John, yeah, John has this crazy style, man. And John's just a good human being. Like he was there with his like old school like. <laughs> it was an old school leaf blower feel me like gas powered <laughs> and he literally it was yo it was crazy bro like john anderson was one of a kind bro he literally had like a push leaf blower it was like metal a little rusty it only blew like one direction so he kind of had to like maneuver it but i'm like yo this dude is like <laughs> this dude is it man this dude is it no i well we were both at the uh opening of the skate shop um and, and we'll talk about other skate shop uh um but i think that was cool when uh when ben did the opening to just see all the old heads all the young people right you have families and it was just it was such a great mix right and so i often think about like how do we have you know, the beloved community, right? And, like, what was better than having a ton of elders and a ton of kids hang out, showing off skateboarding, right, like, 10 o'clock at night? I was like, this is dope. Like, this is this is how community should look, right? Like, I'm not worried about where the kids are because I'm like, they're here having fun, right? And I'm, like, meeting people where I'm like, oh, word, you do that? And, oh, like, cool. Like, oh, I didn't even realize that you skateboard. Like, I always saw you as, like, a suit and tie person. I'm like, where? Or, like, oh, <laughs> uh, that, that's why you're so chill. I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> like, I have a life outside of, you know what I'm saying, my 9 to 5. I'm a human being. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man, that's just, like, just, like, how not skateboarders just are naturally. You know I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like skateboarding was such a thing where it didn't matter, like, who, like, what you look like, who you were, like, as long as you were another skateboarder, like, yo, like, we're in community, dog, because they're, they're getting on me for skating. <laughs> I know they're getting on you. Like, feel me? You might as well, like, <laughs> two heads are better than one, feel me? Um, Anytime I see someone anywhere with one wheel, it's just like... Yeah, <laughs> feel me? You feel me? 
And it's honestly was good about like was good about Connecticut. It's not like New York or anything or Cali where it's just like, oh, like another skateboard. Like, oh, okay. Like, what's yeah, up? No, there's like, not. Here it's just like, oh, like you skate. Like, where? Like, what's up, homie? Or just even like um, when I'm at Art Space, I'll, I'll hear like a skateboard going by, going by like <laughs> instinctively just poke my head like, oh, that's the homie. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, some people even said like, yo, you know who it is just by the way they push. Yeah, like some people are just like, yo, I know that's you because you have the like long strides between. I'm like, All right, I guess. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you came back from school. Um, and so, like, when did like that skating go from, you know, like, how did you get back into skating after you came back from school? Um, so I stopped skateboarding because I didn't want to get. I didn't want to hurt myself for basketball. And mm. uh, after I had another year of college, um, I coached basketball. I got a job. Um, but after basketball season, I saw some people skating on campus. Uh, I was just like, dang, I miss skating. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let me see that. Like, let me see that. <laughs> they were like, yo, Scoob, like, you skate, man? You, just, you can't skate. You can't skate. I started, I think I, like, popped an ollie and, like, <laughs> you know, started messing around with shove-its. And they were like, yo, like, you can skate? And I'm like, yeah, man. Like, I've skated longer than I played basketball, man. Like, hey. Um, but I I was in Providence. I was like, I saw some kids. Like I said, I saw some kids skating. I'm like, yo, is there like a shop around here? And they're like, oh, yeah, Civil. Um, went downtown to Civil. Like, got some stuff. And I was like, yo, man. Like, it was just like, it was like. When Thanos snaps the ring, <laughs> snaps the power stones back into the into the gauntlet. That's that's literally like you know what I mean. I got my I got the Infinity Gauntlet back. You know what I mean? It's just, like oh, it's going down. Like I, I feel the power charging. Um, yeah, and also like just seeing how tight knit the scene was in Providence. Like mm-hmm. those dude, like that scene is crazy dope in Providence, and. I I saw how the skaters up there were working with the city. There was a spot called Trinity, and Trinity is public space that's been designated as, like, a skate spot, so you won't get in trouble for skating there. Like, Providence would give you tickets for skating public property, you know what I mean, which is like, all right, whatever. Um, so they were just like, oh, all right, we skate here anyway. This place, like, only, you know, unhoused people, like, people who use drugs, like, they're the only ones really coming here. Like, why not let us have a space mm-hmm. where we can regulate it and say, like, hey, like, if you're not skating here, you probably, if you're not skating, you probably don't want to be here. Or it's probably, like, why would you be here if you're not skating or just, like, taking pictures or creating, <laughs> your, like, feel me? Um, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I wish we'd do this in New Haven. Um, so I kind of took that and held it in my heart. And then I lived near my, I lived near a skate park that was on a bike trail. Uh-huh. And I was like, yo, this is like the, this is, this just makes sense, man. Like, <laughs> this should be everywhere. Um, so I was like, yo, like, we need to do something like this in New Haven. So I moved back home in 2016. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was just like. The years have just flown by, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's how, that's honestly how it feels. 
Um, 2016. That was a long ago. Like, bro, I was. You weren't in politics. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um. So I get back home. I see the bike trail. I'm just like, yo, like we gotta. I usually I would. I was riding my skateboard for transportation, so I had to just take the bike trail back and forth to work. And I'm like, yo, like a spot, a ledge, something, <laughs> something. And so, excuse me, the next year I started Push to Start 2017. And we we had. What is Push to Start? Push to Start is a youth development program that uses skateboarding to teach, um, you know, self self-confidence. Uh, all the all the positive social skills that skateboarding can provide um, gives them the access to unrestricted play. Um, kind of the minute positive mental health benefits that come from skateboarding, skateboarding in a group, um, things of that nature. Hey. Yeah, uh, I found a push to start out of Stetson Library, 2017. We just were rocking out in the back parking lot. I would put some cones up. Sometimes cars would come through, and I'd have to cuss people out. Like, yeah, like how don't you, like. How don't you see bright orange cones, bro? Like, <laughs> and you see people behind the cones. Like, what's going on, though? Um. So yeah, I did that for about a year, two years, uh-huh. two years or so, just in the back of Stetson, like just strictly donations. People throwing me old product. Um. No, not strictly donations. Um. Uh, my but my college teammate, uh, who's a dean of a private school, sent me some boards. Um, shot Anthony Shetler from All I Need Skateboard. Shout out to him. He sent me some boards. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Trevor Thompson, who is co-owner of Pulse, sent me some boards. Jay at Devil's Gear throws me boards. Like, um, and he, like, has a collection box for me at Devil's Gear. Like, a lot of people kind of seen of what I'm doing. Like, yo, I have this old stuff. I got, I got that floating around in my basement. Like, you want it? Like, I'll drop it off. Um, and it's like a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to see. Um, and then we, Jay and I was introduced to Jay just being at Edgewood, um, come find out, finds out he's a local and also a Yale student. Um, we get wind of the could be fund and then we go in just like, we're trying to figure out what to do. I'm like, yeah, why not just build a park off the bike trail? Um, and like, <laughs> and you know, we, we apply for the money. We connect with Garth at the Sportsman Center, and then, you know, here we are. <laughs> no, I um, I I so I remember being there, right? And and um, I guess what did you learn from that experience, right? Because that I know there's initial tension about be space, right? And I remember meeting you and I was like I don't know (laughs) I literally was like I don't know about this but I want to connect right I don't know what up or down is I don't know what is right or wrong but I want to connect and so I remember having that conversation but like how did it feel to be in the middle of that conversation right because you just came back and you're like I'm trying to do something positive um, at first it was, it was just like, yo, how can they do this? Like, this is dope. They don't understand. Da, 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 like whatever. But then, um, I, I took a step back 
and I just tried to li- really listen to people and hear their concerns. And one hand, there was a very vocal, small minority of people. Um, and they had, like, I we heard their concerns, but also, like, you know, like, y'all a little out, out of touch with things. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, other, other people supported it, but were just, like, wanted more transparency about, like, who would be for, like, how it would operate. And that's just, I guess, just seeing, like, and that goes with the perception of, you know, skateboarding as a white activity, feel me? If, you know, if it doesn't seem like something we do and it's, like, connected to gas, like, oh, my God. I remember maybe... Three, four months ago, I, I ran into you, and I've been traveling back and forth between D.C., and I said to you, right, like, I love, what I love about being in D.C. is there's no pressure about anything being white or black, right? Like, it's like, yeah, black people rollerblade. Yeah, like, black people skate. Yeah, black people do crew. I'm like, oh, yeah, word, like, that. yeah, that's real black. Word, <laughs> word. Honestly, though, like... Yeah, man, like, I don't know, like, I I used to catch it in high school, but, you know, there's, I was, uh, just, like, based on conversations I've had with, like, Dr. Naftali Williams, mm. it was, like, it's so easy to say, like, oh, like, this skateboarding is a whitewash activity, skateboarders equal white, you know, blah, blah, blah. We, we, yeah, exactly, we could have that, we could have that. <laughs> argument and he says but like look a little deeper look at like you know kind of like roasting culture in the black community where it's just like oh like you like you you skateboard that's that white boy stuff like all right but i'm not like yo i'm nice to this. like <laughs> like let me show you something let me show you something like you you kind of have to prove yourself and then what kids is like oh like he can ollie he can kick like all right like bro's legit you know what i'm saying like i ain't like i ain't no such like this if you're gonna if you're gonna stick out like you, you kind of you gotta you gotta do you feel me and, like, honestly, like, th- I'm at the place where I'm, like, honestly, like, it's a lot of stuff I just, I'm just not going to get jiggy with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Magic the Gathering. Like, I'm never going to get jiggy with Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not me. But, like, all the black D&D players, all the black, you know what I'm saying, Magic? Thanks. You know what I'm saying? I'm I- with you. <laughs> but, you know. I remember you highlighting, um, Cause I was like, yeah, this is definitely a thing. You're like, listen, this is not a thing. Let me tell you about all the prolific yeah, black skaters. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, man, Doctor, I, I will, I will give him a big shout out. Doc Williams is just like, yeah, man. He's do- we all. He says it. He always says it. We've been, we always been here. They, they just need the light shone. Like people, Thrasher Magazine did a black, like completely black, black issue, and Thrasher Magazine is like the bible of skateboarding. Feel me? So like I'm learning I'm I think like okay like I got I, I um I know like about Ray Barbie Thanks. and Steve Stedham and like a couple of the black dudes in the eighties but then they're taking it back to like the Z Boys days, homie, like Marty Grimes or some there's mm-hmm. some uh black female pros. I for, um I'm kicking oh. myself for getting the name. But yeah, man, and even like seeing like nowadays starting to see like more black women pros, like um somebody her name is beatrice damon like she just turned pro and like yo like it's dope like like yo somebody got a foot in the door like now we like bummer like bummer's the door man feel me right i 
the fans. Yeah, right? man. I'm yeah, like, man. Raleigh said it, man. I'm rooting <laughs> for everybody black, man. I'm root- it don't matter what you do. I'm rooting for you. Right. I um, I think one of the things that I can connect with is, like, the person who's rode the one wheel the most, black dude, Javier Stark, right? And, like, at first, I was just like, who is this random brother? And then I was like, hold on. He's been on this board the most? Like, this, out of everyone, like, the person who has rode this the most by, like, tens of thousands of miles, right? Black dude, right? And that was like, cool, I've never seen anyone do this. And then I was like, oh, I can see one brother. Oh, I see two brothers. I'm like, oh, I'll try it. And now, right, it's fun to, like, whip through the veil and have people. I had this one OG, he was like, I've never seen a black bear ride with so much purpose. <laughs> and like he, like he was dead serious. He had like some tears in the eye. And it just like, it gave me so much joy, right? To like, just to do me. Nah, you're right. And that be like a thing that like, we could collectively enjoy and embrace with each other. Word, nah. Yeah, man, yeah. And honestly, like, I get excited when I see like, the younger kids coming to the park <laughs> and like yo man like you could like we got we got honestly we got a solid dude solid crew of dudes at edgewood man like solid and it's not a, not the dudes like the women that come through too always like show a good example to younger girls but like the older skaters is just like yo like do this do that like you see the kids come through the park with like their bikes and like messed up sneakers but then the kids are like yo i don't have a board man like can I ride yours? Like, I'm like, yo, there's this one kid, man, like, always, always at the park, man. I'm just like, yo, whenever I'm here, bro, just give me, like, 15, 20 minutes, and you can rock out for however. And then, like, you see the kids, like, start to become invested, and, and then, like, they'll listen. You know what I mean? So when we're like, all right, like, y'all can't all skate at once. You have to, it has to be like a queue where, like, one person's going, the next person's ready. As soon as the first person bails, you go. And then they're like, okay, like, word. And then we show them, like, the little, like, slap, fist bump, tap. And then, like, oh. And, like, one kid, we gave him a nickname. He's, like, 4K. Like, once he's, like, he's, like, oh. You see them, see them start to regulate. And, like, they, you see them with the new kids at the park. They're, like, nah, like, you're goofy. You're regular. Put your foot right here. Like, the stuff the stuff we t- we've been teaching them, like, the little bit of knowledge we've been giving them, they're, they're spreading. Like, Yo, you've been skateboarding two months, bro. How are you gonna try and teach? What are you really? What are we doing? Try school, people. Yeah, man. Yeah, but but I love it, man. I love it. Like, so I love it. The skateboard shop, right? As we're coming into our last few minutes, I always get annoyed when I'm like, "Dang, time is already yeah, here." Yeah. Where can people find the shop that you have, and where can people connect with you? Well, I don't. I don't personally have a shop. Okay. But my partner from Finding a Line, Jay Dot Hoffa. Hey. It's his union, Jay Joseph. <laughs> um he's running things at Devil's Gear along with um I call her my little sister, Sasha Coco. Hey. Um Lou Cox's daughter. I watched her grow up uh-huh. in Channel One and like seeing her at sixteen, like I wasn't even thinking about this type of stuff at 16. So Sasha Coco is going to be running things in like five years. So like shout out to her. Um, shout out to Johnny B at Devil's Gear. Uh, shout out to the homies Trevor, Alexis, and Ben at Plush. 
uh, support support either one. We have two great skate shops. Um, yeah, um, me personally, my personal Instagram is skateboard scoob s k o o b. Um, push to start Instagram is at push two t o start n h v, and you can find finding a line at finding a line n h v. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Um, yeah. Grateful to, grateful to be on the show, Justin. Grateful. Favorite song or song for us to remember you by as I, I always love connecting and, like, thinking about people I've had on through songs so I can bring them with me. <laughs> this is tough, man. It's too many. It's too many. Um, we won't hold it to you as favorite. Uh, okay, but. okay, okay. <laughs> um, 100 Shots, Young Dolph. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just like, yo, like, the message I took from it was just like, yo, you want to write. It's gonna, if you're not catching flack, you're not over the target. And feel me, when you align when you align with your purpose, what you align what you're supposed to do, like, they can't touch you. Well, thank you for connecting with us today on Just In Time Conversations, W and HHFM 103.5. I'm Justin Farmer. Until next time, let us continue to plant the seeds of change so we can grow together. Thank you, Justin.